The Word says that Christ comes to heal and restore the brokenhearted. So whatever you have that's holding you back, whatever someone's done to you that you just can't get past, it starts with making a choice to let it go. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. Throughout his journey, Bobby has encouraged people and given back by sharing his life lessons. Travel along with Bobby as he shares his adventures to China and visits multinational companies around the world. As you listen to On the Bright Side, you will hear these messages as they were delivered at Bobby's church and are now compiled into this time-honored radio program. No matter what your situation is, Bobby has the gift of being able to relate and empathize. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America, trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach, Bobby Bollinger. I want to talk about something I've never talked about here before. Forgiveness. Now, I think we all know what forgiveness is. But I want to focus not on our receiving of forgiveness, but on our willingness to give it. You see, we've all done wrong, and we've all been wronged. But most of us are better at asking forgiveness for what we've done than forgiving those that have wronged us. And many of us believe that we don't have to consider forgiveness until someone who's done us wrong comes to us and asks for it. But forgiveness should start with us. And it's necessary for us to move past anger and bitterness that comes into our life. And believe it or not, some of us don't know how to forgive. And some of us find it very difficult to forgive. So here are some things that we need to remember about forgiveness. First, forgiveness is a choice. It's not an emotion. It's an act of our will. You don't have to do it. But when you don't, there's consequences. Not forgiving keeps you holding on to anger or resentment towards someone and therefore makes you a victim of a situation. The next thing that we want to remember is that one of the greatest misconceptions about forgiveness is the belief That forgiving the offender means you condone the offense. When we forgive, we let the person off the hook. But we don't condone their wrongful act. And in fact, forgiving someone doesn't mean that you have to reconcile with them. Forgiveness is a very personal matter. It's about finding peace over a person and their actions. It's about making a choice and letting it go. I love this saying about forgiveness. You know you've forgiven someone when he or she has harmless passage through your mind. 
You know you have forgiven someone when he or she has harmless passage through your mind. And finally, we have to remember that forgiveness is a miracle. We know this because our hope, our salvation, our future is based on what Christ did to forgive us for our sins. So when we forgive, we demonstrate a characteristic of Christ. You see, forgiveness isn't just writing off a wrong as if it didn't matter or, or that it was no big deal. Forgiveness says, yes, it was a big deal. It was wrong. It mattered and it hurt. But I release it in Jesus' name. And when we acknowledge our hurt and we stop ignoring it, then we can make a conscious choice to let it go. That's when the miracle of forgiveness is enacted and healing begins. The word says that Christ comes to heal and restore the brokenhearted. So whatever you have that's holding you back, whatever someone's done to you that you just can't get past, it starts with making a choice to let it go. It's not hard once you take that step. And you have to remember that you'll never forgive anyone as much as God has forgiven you. There's tremendous freedom in your willingness to forgive today. And I think the best way I ever heard it explained was in John Eldridge's book, Wild at Heart. He said this, Forgiveness is setting a prisoner free and then realizing the prisoner was you. Have you ever made a decision and later regretted it? Well, stay tuned and be encouraged to learn that your bad decisions don't have to be the end of you. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com Throughout his journey, Bobby has encouraged people and given back by sharing his life's lessons. Thanks for joining us on The Bright Side. I want to share for a minute about making good decisions. Now, uh, I believe that all of our important decisions have a chance for glory, or they don't. And to explain what I mean, I first have to tell you about a bad decision that I once made. 
Now, when I was a boy, I played football, and we had a pretty good team. And in the last game of the season, uh, we were marching down the field with just a few minutes left in the game. Uh, Now, I played quarterback, and because we had a two-touchdown lead, the coach called timeout, and he called me over, and he said, "Uh, okay, Bollinger, just keep the ball on the ground and run the clock out and don't screw it up. I said, okay, coach, and I went back to the huddle. And when I got back to the huddle to call the play, our wide receiver, which was a boy named Chucky, And he looked at me and he said, Bobby, this is the last play of the season. It's the last play I'll ever have on this team because of my age, and I I know I can get open. It's my last chance to make a touchdown. You've got to throw me a pass. So I looked over at the coach, and he was doing this. And I looked back at Chucky and his pleading eyes, and I made a decision. And I called a pass play into the end zone. So when I took the snap from center, immediately I was facing this blitz of rushers. And so I was running for my life. And right before I was hit, I just heaved the ball to the corner of the end zone where Chucky was supposed to be. And laying on the ground, out of the corner of my eye, I saw a little defensive back for the other team intercept the pass and began running the other way down the field. And all I was thinking right then was, this is not good. (laughs) So I managed to jump up and go after him, and I was determined to stop this disaster in the making. And I actually had a shot at tackling him around the 50-yard line, but when I dived to tackle him, not only did I miss him, but he stepped on my hand and he broke my thumb as he kept running to score a 109-yard touchdown. It hurts to talk about it. It really does. (laughs) Later, I learned it was the national record for the longest touchdown in our state. Uh, Well, okay. Now, can we just all agree that I made a bad decision? And is it any wonder? I mean, first, I undermined my coach, which was my authority. I took an unnecessary risk, and then I had to live with the humiliation and consequences of my decision. My broken thumb was one of them. But the thing is, my decision never had a chance for glory, because I made it for all the wrong reasons. And the Word of God is full of stories of people making bad decisions. You just take Jonah, for instance. Now, the Lord gave Jonah a mission. Go to Nineveh, preach to the heathens there. But it didn't make sense to Jonah to go to Nineveh. It was a bad and dangerous place, so instead, he makes a decision. And he takes a cruise instead. But God wasn't through with Jonah. Now, how many know our bad decisions doesn't alter what God intends to do with us? Because the Word says, my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. Well, you know the story, story. Jonah's shipwrecks. He gets swallowed by a whale. And I figured that just about the time Jonah sees the teeth of that whale, he was thinking, this is not good. 
You see, when Jonah decided on his own not to go to Nineveh, his decision never had a chance for glory. Well, thankfully for Jonah and for me, our bad decisions don't have to be the end of us. They can bring us to a place of repentance and restoration because of the amazing grace of God. Like when Peter denied the Lord three times, the decision he made didn't have a chance for glory, but because of God's grace and Christ's love, Peter learned from his bad decision and was restored and overcame his mistakes. Every important decision either has a chance for glory or it doesn't. And when we make them impulsively or selfishly or to satisfy our lust or our ego, those decisions never have a chance. It's kind of like when King David decided he had to have Bathsheba. That decision never had a chance for glory. But when we're faced with making an important decision in our life and we pray for wisdom and the outcome that we're seeking in our decision making is to bring honor and integrity to the situation, then that decision always has a chance for glory. Not our glory but his. I'm telling you all this because we're all going to make some bad decisions. And maybe, like me, you've made some recently. But I want you to know that God is faithful. And if we'll trust him, he'll always be there for you in your bad decisions. The word says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he, listen to this, will make your way straight. It says he will make your way straight. That means he knows our way needs straightening out. Our way is not straight. And our own decision making is one of the reasons that our way gets crooked. But if when, when we are wrestling with making a decision... We say, Lord, does this way have a chance for glory? Then I believe he will guide our thinking and honor our sincerity. And not only will our path be straight, but we'll begin to understand this passage of the scripture in Isaiah where it says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. And then everything you do will have a chance for glory. And something good will happen. In Jesus' name. Will you receive that this morning? Is it okay for a Christian to pursue wealth and success? If so, how are we to go about it? Stay with Bobby to obtain God's wisdom on this issue. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast on the bright side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197, 847-312-8197.
For those times when you need a powerful, dependable light that you don't have to hold with your hands, the Nebo Tools Dual Headlamp is your all-powerful, hands-free lighting solution. The Dual Headlamp's on-off push button allows you to easily cycle through all four light modes. Go from intense white light to pulsing red beacon instantly. A low signature red light mode allows for enhanced night vision and low light reading. The 250 lumen power LED mode spot beam reaches over 400 feet and a wide flood beam fully illuminates your immediate area. Tough, reliable, lightweight, and completely shockproof. The dual headlamp is perfect for those times when you need a powerful, dependable, hands-free light. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools, maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. We return to On the Bright Side. First, I thought since uh, we're seeing the political campaign start to heat up, you might enjoy this joke. It so happened that a minister and a congressman went to heaven at exactly the same time. When St. Peter greeted them, he immediately handed out their housing assignments. Pastor began St. Peter, here are the keys to our nicest efficiency apartment. And for you, Mr. Congressman, are the keys to our most luxurious penthouse suite. Hey, said the pastor, this is unfair. Listen, St. Peter explained, you ministers are a dime a dozen up here, but this is the first time we've ever seen a congressman. <laughs> they have a little image problem they need to work on, I think. Okay, well, you know, a day doesn't go by that we are not confronted with the issue of money in one way or the other. And since we live in a world that constantly distorts our perspective in regard to money, then I think it's important that we revisit the subject of money as often as we can from God's perspective. And the question I have for us today is this. Is it okay for a Christian to pursue wealth and success? And if it is okay, how are we to go about it? Well, you've heard me say a number of times how often the word discusses money. And the reason it does is because God knows how important money is to our everyday lives. And the Word gives us all the wisdom that we need to acquire money, to manage money, and to use it in a way that will add joy to our life instead of stress and despair. So the first thing that we learn is that, yes, it is okay for a Christian to be wealthy and to be prosperous. And in fact, many of God's favorite characters in the scriptures were extremely prosperous. And one of the natural gifts that God gives his children is the ability to be prosperous. The word says, remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. So we know it can be a good thing to pursue wealth as long as we follow some simple rules that we find in the word. And the first rule is this. We can pursue wealth as long as we don't risk our health to do it. The word says, do not wear yourself out to get rich. Have the wisdom to show restraint. Well, many of us feel like if we work harder than anyone, that no matter how exhausted we become, that if we get results from that, that it's worth it. And the word tells us that that's wrong. That it's wrong to abuse our own well-being to pursue success. The second rule is we can pursue wealth as long as we don't hurt our family. And how many of us 
can relate to the problems that are created in our home due to our obsession at times with getting ahead. None of us could even count the number of marriages ruined, the number of families broken, due due to the neglect caused by parents putting their careers ahead of their family. That's why Proverbs says, a greedy man brings trouble to his family. And the third rule is, we can pursue wealth as long as we don't hurt or wrong other people. When we want success so bad that we compromise our integrity to get it, then our success is empty and it's shallow and it brings no peace. And the word says that it's better to have a little honestly earned than a large income dishonestly gained. The fourth rule is we can pursue wealth as long as we pursue our relationship with Christ more. Now this is really important. When it's the other way around, we're destined for disaster. But when our first love is Christ, we're in partnership with Him in our pursuit of prosperity. And He is the senior partner. And the Word tells us that His desire for us is to be blessed and prosperous. The Apostle Paul said, Beloved, I wish that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. The way he said that, he was saying just as much. I want you to be successful just as much as I want your soul to prosper. And finally, we can pursue wealth as long as we give generously of what we do have. The Word shows us that the purpose for tithing was simply to teach us to put God first in our lives. It's the barometer that tells how important money is in our life. And when we tithe and when we give generously, we're demonstrating that we love Him more than our money. And when we do that, the Word also declares that it's the best way to achieve wealth. It says, honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of your crop. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. You know, God knows that... I'm someone who has struggled my entire life with keeping the pursuit of wealth and success in the right place. But I'm convinced that God wants to bless and prosper his people. And he has provided the wisdom and the way to do it. So it's okay to pursue wealth and success. As long as we do it his way. And as long as we remember that money is only a commodity that has uses in this life. And it has no None. Eternal value. I like what Henry David Thoreau said about money. He said, money is not required to buy one necessity of the soul. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. 
Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. 